0: Welcome to my cast with the hosts, Greg, Mike, and Richard. Hello and welcome. We have a special
1: guest in studio all the way from Australia, the dpn forum
0: member, Aussie John. Say hello, John.
2: G'day, guys.
0: Glad you can join us.
2: Yeah, no, I'm happy too. After 12 months listening to you guys on the air, it's fantastic to talk to you blokes and uh, get the nose a bit better.
1: Uh, we uh, we love the way you're kissing our ass. Yeah, already. yeah, that's, that's always, always uh, really yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
2: I'm, I'm always polite.
0: So,
1: <laughs> I, I actually got an email from an Australian listener who uh, said we're not all vulgar like Aussie John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> or something to
0: that effect. Yeah, it's awesome. That you know maybe it's one of John's buddies.
2: Only the wussy we'll ones. So,
0: okay. <laughs> All right. So, what did we want? Uh, you know, do we want to just get to know John? What do we What do we want to do while he's here with us? I
1: think we could get to know John, and John could ask a few questions that we we posed. I mean, I'm sure he answered them probably in email when we were asking how big the country is. Could they support a theme park like Disney? Do they prefer to get off their rock and go somewhere somewhere else for vacation? Would somebody get on a 12 hour flight from L.A. to Sydney just to go to Disney when they can?
3: You know, there's all uh, kinds of questions. Yeah, because 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 the question came up, I think we were talking about a number of months ago. Because okay, they built one in Tokyo. We built one in uh, Hong Kong. Now now they're talking about Shanghai. There, there's all these right next to each other. About what them. you never finished Shanghai. Shanghai, 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 and there's all these that are right. would they build one in Australia? And that was where the question is: Well, would Australia be able to support it if they built one down there?
0: Okay, so what's the population of Australia, John?
2: It's getting close to twenty million, but in Sydney, uh, where I'm about an hour away from, we've got about what, eight million at the moment. So we're pretty small compared to these guys in the states.
0: But all right, so eight million concentrated in Sydney.
2: Yeah, but yeah. don't forget we've got twenty million, but we're the same size as the states.
1: So uh, we're pretty spread out.
3: I was gonna say yeah, twelve million spread out throughout the rest of the. Country,
1: and how, how many Aborigines is that?
3: Uh, the ones that are left, <laughs> there's
2: not many. <laughs> so I told my Aboriginal friends. But um, it's a bit like Indians over in the, I oh, was they're Native Americans in the uh, States. Um, they tend to blend it in a fair bit, so we don't, it's hard to tell these days how many we got left.
3: Well, over in the States, it's really easy to tell where the, uh, where the Indians are. You just have to look for the casinos along the side of the freeways. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so, so so you you
1: don't count kangaroos in that figure, right? That's that's a separate figure.
3: Mate, no kangaroos.
1: Um, you're
2: thinking about New Zealanders? They're, they're the ones married to sheep. And um, yeah. <laughs> so they're all your New Zealander listeners out there, so um, yeah, I hope we're not taking you away from your girlfriends. <laughs>
3: that, remi- that reminds me of the old story about the uh, Falkland Island War. If there's no oil there, they fought a war over sheep.
0: Yeah. Strategic, strategic ah. sheep something or other, yeah. Um, all right, so 20 million people spread over a land area similar to the United States, uh, one-tenth the population, or less than one-tenth the population.
3: Less, because we're, we're reaching that magic 300 mark over here. All right. How many, how many does L.A. have a I mean, The greater L.A. area is roughly 30 million, if I remember
0: correctly. No, 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 no. No, no,
3: that's the state, isn't it? 30. States thirty million. Why don't ask
0: Rich? Ten I'm,
3: million. Then I'm ten million. I'm, I had no. Problem. I'm thinking of Mexico City was thirty million. But well, I can
1: see how you would mix up Mexico City <laughs> with
3: the United States. No, I mix La- up Mexico City <laughs> with Los Angeles. Jeez. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gosh. But no, state of California thirty million. Los the greater L.A. area, which is L.A. Orange County, million. about ten million.
0: Yeah. No, it is not that many. Los Angeles claims
3: $7 million itself. All right, who really gives a crap? Oh, shows about
1: Okay, attitude. so... Oh, thanks, so, by the way, for sending us the photos of our uh, naval warship <laughs> over there in uh, Australia.
2: Yeah, these oh, guys are great allies for us, so uh, it's always good to get the ships in, and uh, the boys spend heaps of money in towns. It's good for tourism, and uh, all the shillers like it, too.
0: <laughs> hey.
3: Yeah, it's fair enough. I remember the first time I visited Long Beach uh, when we still had a Navy base in Long Beach was for a couple of visiting Australia and uh, cruisers. So,
0: yeah, I uh, I visited Bunbury in Western Australia there, John. Nice, yeah. nice big, it's nice big, big, nice big piles of wood chips there in the harbor. That was their <laughs> big deal. <laughs> it
2: hasn't changed. You got cruising you got to cruise in the Sydney. Sydney's the best harbor to come wow. into. So
0: they, the. The battle group I was with went to Perth, or Fremantle, right, the port Fremantle, and one lucky ship drew the short straw and got sent to Bunbury. And yeah, we, unlucky, I eh? We pulled it, well, no, it wasn't that, I'm I'm joking. We pulled in like on a Friday afternoon, and the one nightclub they had, they closed it down and invited the whole ship over, and they threw it a big old party.
3: It was a, <laughs> it was a nice warm
0: welcome, at, um, and it was the end of July, so it was friggin' ice cold. It was cold outside. They we, throw a shrimp on a Barbie. No, yeah, we trash That's unusual. So, well, but it's it's July, right? So it's the height of winter time for the Southern Hemisphere. So. It is. Here.
2: We get down to about uh, eighty degrees. So
0: <laughs>
3: nice, nice, cool jacket weather.
0: <laughs> you get down to yeah, a bit like
3: Florida right? the humidity. So
0: even in the winter.
2: Oh look, at, uh, Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit. Yeah, oh, yeah, these guys. Okay. That's weird. Um, yeah, we're about twenty-one degrees normally.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's in the, that's almost eighty. Yeah, okay, warm day about twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. All and
1: right, so John, what, I got a quick question. What's the deal with the Opera House? I hear that the they're doing some work on it. That the original architect didn't get to finish it the way he wanted, and they're uh, currently doing renovations. Is that is that accurate? Mate, yeah, it was
2: done by an overseas architect. I can't remember his name offhand, but um I've got a mate in Sydney who's one of the major architects and um, he's involved in a couple of projects with uh, restoration work down in Sydney and uh, one of the things they're looking at is the opera house. They're doing some work around the harbour bridge. So uh if these guys ever come out, you've got to come have a look.
0: Hmm. Yeah. What were you gonna say something, Mike? No, I'm I'm maybe I missed something. They're changing the opera house?
2: No no no, it's it's pretty old. It's uh it's still magnificent magnificent look at from the outside, but if you walk inside, it's got orange seats and uh, okay. velvet carpet, and um, yeah, it needs to be a bit of an update. So.
0: so it's getting upgraded. Okay. Brought into yes. the modern color palette.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're dragging it out of the 70s.
0: Very nice. Uh, so,
1: John, you're coming to Westfest, is that correct?
2: Yeah, flights are booked. Our accommodation's booked. And um, yeah, just looking at some restaurants and um, a few places, have a few beers, and uh, we're all set.
1: Now, is this your first time to Disneyland? Or, uh, I? sorry, I don't recall if you've mainly been to Florida or if you've been out here.
2: Yeah, twice at Disneyland already. Um, a short trip five or six years ago, and then. In 2001, we brought the kids out, I and mean, they were quite small, so it was a typical family holiday with small kids, but we spent a week there, and then a week in uh, Santa Monica, and that's when the infamous Vegas trip happened.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> now,
1: I, I would really love to hear that in your own words. I had a safe thought.
3: I uh, remember, we're only out here. Can we talk about
2: that? So. I actually copped a fair bit in the forums over there about being a shiller, so I don't know if I want to tell the story again. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, like he is, I might tell it anyway. But, um, yeah, it was fantastic. First day in Vegas, it was it was stinking hot. Uh, I think it was 120 degrees or something. And uh, one of those days when you sweat, it just evaporates. as you're walking down the street. So um the kids wanted to see the Fremont lights, so we jumped in a cab we were staying at the uh MGM Grand. And um got halfway up the main road and um the guy noticed the Aussie accent and started to talk about the crocodile hunter and you gotta understand in Australia we lay a fair bit of shit on everybody and um, especially our own. <laughs> and uh, you may have noticed and um so uh when he started talking about the crocodile hunter and how fantastic he was, um I turned around and said, well, we think he's a bit of a wanker, and uh, he breeds uh, sheep. And uh, this, <laughs> this guy, it just went off, and um, it was a busy afternoon, it was late afternoon, ton of traffic, and uh, all of a sudden, he's carrying on and swearing, and uh, I had the two young kids in the car, and the wife's starting to, to get a bit panicky. She's heard about these psycho yanks. So um, we, we, we driving along a bit further, and um, I'm stirring this guy up, and he slammed on the brakes and said, if you want to be like that, we'll get out and we'll fight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the guy was just having me on. I didn't think he was serious. So I've opened up the door and the wife's screaming. The kids are carrying it on. And uh, this bloke's a fair thing. He's got his seatbelt off. He's out the door. And I go, geez, there will be some problems here. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> so the, the wife's screaming at me. This guy's screaming at me. He wants to fight in the middle of the street. There's traffic banking up. So we got the kids crying and uh, so the wife's got the kids, she's gone the bolt up the street. So I went after the kids. I've got to pay this bloke. So not only now he's pissed off about me insulting his, um, his, his crocodile, the crocodile hunter mate, he's also thinking so I'm trying to rip him off. So he's actually chased me up the street. So I'm sure people thought it was part of the show. Um, we were outside <laughs> where that volcano erupts.
0: <laughs> so yep. uh, yeah, the a crowd. The show. <laughs>
2: It's, it, there's a crowd starting to gather. Lucky enough, a few cops come over. We've got it all sorted out. But, um, man, you got some psychos over there.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, you know, that's that's the bad thing. When you have as many people as we have, that means we have a, more that many more crazy people over here. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty normal that. day or
1: night on Vegas. If you didn't see something like that, you'd feel ripped off. That's right.
3: The only problem is, is what you needed to do is make sure you got a little closer to downtown so you can get away from it. And then you have a really good excuse not to pay. <laughs> hey, the
2: only problem is if he didn't stab me, the wife would off. So um, it probably worked out for the best. So.
1: Funny. Oh, by the way, thanks again for the, uh, the Ken Duncan book. I was just showing Richard and sitting here in the studio and uh, very, very good photography work in that book.
2: I'm not sure you've ever heard of him. He's done a fair bit of work in the States, but we commissioned him to do a lot of work locally for um, tourism and uh, promoting the Central Coast where we live. And um, it's just fantastic. It's just opened up a $2 million studio and uh, it's just one for the top pictures that he takes, the portraits and the landscapes. Um, and some of the stuff that he does these days, uh, especially online, so you get a chance to have a look on the website. He's he's fantastic. But I've got a few more books. So I'll bring book them over in uh, May, and um, we can share them around the rest of the boys.
1: Yeah, they they were very nice. Yeah, and your the picture of your family. Now is that in the same time period, roughly, as you were going off in Vegas and you know lipping off?
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that was last year in uh, Walt Disney World. So. Um, well, First, first trip to Walt Disney World, and that was standing, just
1: so I'm trying to think now, in front of Everest. I think Everest had just opened. Yeah, and, you're uh, Everest behind you, I noticed that. I just wondered, you know, in the time period. I was
3: going to say, you can't say he was lipping off, because lipping off means he's making fun of us over on here, but he's talking about his own folks. So, yeah. He, he's, you know, he can't say anything. So, <laughs>
1: your first trip to Walt Disney World was just last year? It was last year, and. Um,
2: I used to work for a, uh, a large American company, I won't mention because they're a bit notorious these days, but, um, and, uh, head is in Boca, so, um, I was over there a fair bit, but, um, also yeah, was well, a fly in, fly outside. <laughs> it begins with T and finishes with O, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the parties are great, um, but uh, yes, yeah, so I've used to fly in and fly out a fair bit, so I never had a real good chance to um, have a look around Florida. So it was a great chance to get the family back there. And we spent a month and uh, flew into Miami, got a chance to watch some of that only uh, football, was it NFL? I think these guys call it. The ones that they wear all the protective clothing. And-
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, only,
3: the only one that uses the uh, foot on the ball is the place kicker.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a great day but we uh we saw them um yeah, play in uh dolphin uh, stadium over there which is huge so yeah. that was a great day out and um spent uh, two weeks in the parks and then a week just cruising back down the coast and um ended up um uh, in the keys uh, which is great so uh, it was a great four weeks
1: do you guys still four play weeks. that wussy english sport cricket yeah, we do. Uh,
2: cricket season starts today, actually. the uh, <laughs> Cricket the season. Match. So, <laughs> and, that's
0: right. and how long yeah. is cricket season?
2: Uh, cricket season. <laughs> so I'm just thinking about that. Remember on the forums, there was that thing floating around for ages about the cricket noise?
4: Yeah yeah. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: That's right. That's, right. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the cricket season lasts about five months every year. Uh,
1: five again okay. starts
2: in, in about March.
1: You know, I, I'm pretty good at figuring sports out.
3: Cricket, yeah, I just I still can't don't figure get it. out how that. How it's not too
0: much different than baseball, really, right? They're oh. swinging the ball. Oh yeah, the ball with the stick. there's <laughs> a
3: lot of things because there's a there's a whole. I mean, just from the delivery of the ball. Now, what do you what do you call the pitcher in cricket?
4: Uh, the bowler,
3: the, the bowler. Ball. So yeah, the delivery from, of the ball from the bowler to yeah, it's not a batter. What do you call the person up there? The whacker. <laughs>
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a wanker, ain't you? <laughs>
3: uh,
2: believe it we call him a batsman
3: Batsman. I mean even yeah. that has certain rules and everything that it's not just a whole thing of getting it over to him. it, it has to follow certain patterns and everything to get to him.
1: I I, I just don't get it but uh, it reminds me of that <coughs> that, um, that movie when they're down in the the, um, the bomb shelter you know, Brendan Fraser and his dad's oh. trying to explain baseball. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Glass from the past. Without <sighs> seeing baseball, Ish. to describe baseball doesn't make much sense at all. You almost got to see it to get it,
3: you know. Well, I, li- I like I like George Carlin's description of baseball, though. No,
0: no. That's nice. That's the, the best one thing. is Andy Griffith's description of football.
3: Oh, one yeah. his original
0: a, stand-up great. acts, what it was, was football. <laughs> you know, done in his down-home... Southern accent, just trying to describe a football game. Well, Ma- even an American uh, football game. You know. Yeah,
1: Bob Newhart describing uh, a uh, a guy promoting or pitching baseball to a game company. You know, pretend you're a pitch.
3: Oh, man, at, yeah, after you know, Double Day, he, <laughs> he tried to, his whole brand new sport of yeah, baseball. Yeah, and it
1: doesn't make any sense. It's almost as good as Robin Williams with his uh, Scottish accent
4: telling Explaining you how to golf. play golf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I've got
2: to admit, but the NFL was fantastic lot like we get on TV here on pay pay per view, and uh, it can be a bit ordinary on TV. But the atmosphere, the game, and the crowd—you really gets into it, and oh. uh, that was fantastic.
3: Yeah, we we used to uh, Greg and I used to bowl with a guy who had season tickets to uh, USC college football, and he had them right there on the fifty yard or right near the fifty yard line. And it's like, okay, yeah, you go to the football game, and so. We go to. He invited us to a couple games, and the games were like three or four o'clock in the afternoon. We're planning. Okay, we'll meet together about one o'clock. Oh no, we gotta leave by ten. Why? The crowds. Oh no, you have to go there, and then there's the tailgate parties, and they're are they fantastic. Oh, mean oh, yeah. well,
2: we, we we love that. We just couldn't believe it. they are getting there. Getting out the cars, the barbecues. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. Some yeah. people
1: never go into the game. They they stay out in the uh, <laughs> parking lot the whole time. And they, yeah, they stay not out a park. whole lot though. Out there. <laughs> no, and did well. You know, you to really experience American football, you've got to go somewhere. You know, up like in Pittsburgh or somewhere cold where it's you know 20 degrees and they're not wearing any shirts. Sure, Green yep, Bay, yep. painted up like a bunch of <laughs> Buffalo. Football.
4: You know, yeah. boys.
1: and uh, the only reason they can do that is because they're so liquored up they have no idea it's cold outside I mean, there's no other way you could be out there in the cold like that
3: yeah the guys running around are you know the, you can see the thermals on underneath the uniforms and they're sweating up a storm and you have these idiots sitting in the stand wearing no yeah, shirts. So, it's like the polar the,
1: bear the, club or yeah. something up in the uh,
3: field <laughs> and let not forget the
1: cheerleaders
2: <laughs> the cheerleaders are fantastic
1: oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, I thought we had it down pat in Australia these guys. I'll give it
0: to you the best cheerleaders I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, no, no arguments. I
3: haven't seen too many bad ones yet.
1: Well, we were just on 3wishes.com uh, website uh, as a reference from Heart Attack Grill in Arizona. And uh, they had some interesting cheerleader outfits
3: on on that. Lots of interesting different... Well, we were doing uh, research for Halloween costumes. Yeah, yeah. So we were just looking at the yeah, costumes sure. there
1: while we were waiting for Mike. Yeah, we were. But what, what is it with the Australians? though? we bumped into a guy in in Vegas, and you guys take long vacations. I mean, is that is that pretty normal?
2: I think it's so fucking far away to go everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I
4: look.
2: West West is going to take me 15 hours um, to get to. It took me 20 hours to get to uh, Walt Disney World. Um, oh, wait, I'm going to wait, fly wait. To Tokyo to work and it's 12 hours.
0: 20 hours of flying or 20 hours total?
2: Uh, that's with an hour stopover in, in LA.
0: Alright, so you flew from Sydney to Los Angeles, changed planes in Los Angeles and LA to, to Orlando. Yeah,
2: so 20 hours. And with a couple of young kids, yeah. We, <laughs> Once yeah. you're there, you just you try and spend as much time as you can, and uh, and for us, the, the biggest cost is just getting the places. So airfares to the states for us per adult is about eighteen hundred dollars. So uh, for a family of four, you're looking close to eight grand just to to get anywhere decent.
1: How much a, a person? Eight hundred bucks. Oh, is this
0: Australian dollars? Well, eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. Okay, yeah. that make up around two grand part. So. Yeah. Australian no. dollars or American dollars?
2: Well, our dollar's almost the same as yours now, which is great for us.
0: Yeah, good for you, bad for us. It's our, great for WhistFist. <laughs> yeah, be- yeah,
1: that's <laughs> the way Chris from the Big D was. When we were in Florida, it was even, and it might have yes. even got a little bit to his, his gain, so that was good for them when we were there. Now, do you fly Qantas?
2: Yeah, I do. I'm a frequent flyer with Qantas, so uh, yeah, it's good to wrap up the points. Plus, they're a, uh, a government hex supplier as well, so it works out <laughs> pretty good.
1: I was listening to a Qantas ad on the radio today, and they were they were saying, anytime you ride Qantas, you, you ask the Australian riding with you, uh, or tell them you had to watch the same movie going both ways on your last flight, and they'll laugh because all the options <laughs> Qantas gives you to fast-forward, stop, reverse, pick a different show, so... I
2: so said, guys don't
1: get that? That's uh, Yeah, it's normal most of our flights now. Uh, some we're of starting ours do. Um, yeah. I was doing Delta Song for a while, and then they kind of merged that all into one, and now they're using China Air as their subcarrier, though they're Delta really? planes. And they're, they're the cheapest old well, Delta planes that instead of getting the screen in the back of the seat now in the flight, because I always think the red-eye, we're getting the one where the TV's... Either right above your head or three rows down, you don't get. Can't seat either way. way. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it, it's bogus. But
3: what are you gonna do? Uh, I was gonna I was gonna say the big thing over here in the states was a uh, number of the airlines here in the states started buying more Airbus and Airbus started. Oh, don't in, get on your Airbus. No, no, no. Man. I man. Not,
0: shut <laughs> up. Just hate Airbus. Just, just no, over that, over
3: and Airbus. I was gonna say Airbus <laughs> uh, was really pushing that as an option on their planes. So suddenly you got Boeing and McDonnell. McDonnell Douglas is now owned by Boeing. So, Boeing's suddenly turning around. They were starting to put that up more on their planes. So, over here in the States, I guess we're a little behind on getting those extra movie benefits well, in, there, we to in there. Well, I thought we were caught up until
1: China Air, sub, you know, subdivision of Delta, started flying their red eye flight because the song uh, McDonnell Douglas planes all had that. You can watch direct TV, you could watch, you have MP3s. You had about five different movies, six different movies to choose from for five bucks a pop. I just uh, got
3: an old plane. You know,
1: it's, Yeah, they've switched <laughs> to the crap plane on the Red Eye flight. Uh, JetBlue was not bad. It had all that stuff. I could watch History Channel going across the country. Yeah, so so it, was,
3: uh, you know, when, when my last flight to Florida, we had to stop over in Atlanta. And going from Los Angeles to Atlanta... We got boring with the single screen in the front. Everybody either watches the same thing or you just don't watch it at all. And then you get into the nice 777, the Boeing 777 that has all the individual screens. Oh, let's watch something on here. Oh, no, they don't bother turning it on because the flight's only 40 minutes from Atlanta down to Orlando. So they don't even bother turning that stuff
1: on. Uh, uh, Bummer for you. So, (coughs) excuse me, John, how did you get this... um, Somewhat big fetish for the DPN and Disney, where it sounds like you've only actually been on a small handful of Disney trips. Where so what? What brought you into the Disney world?
2: Yeah, it's funny, you know. Um, no one's ever asked, and I, I thought when I go to whisper someone will probably asked me about this, and <laughs> I better give it some thought. Um, it, it's funny getting so tied up in the business world, and I don't know getting so involved and uh, making just a dollar and um, living profits back to a large organisation, you tend to, to lose a bit of fun out of your life. Um, I had a couple of major life changes um, over the last couple of years and um, got out of corporate and got involved in the government sector and got involved in a lot of projects where um, yeah, it was more community-based and um, helping out a lot of disadvantaged people and those type of things. And all of a sudden, those little things become more important. And um, when we spent that family time in the States, both at Disneyland and Walt Disney World, it was somewhere you can just go and forget about the rest of, rest of um, your worries. And um, it was fantastic just to um, experience something where you can just immerse yourself. And I'm not going to use the magic because I hate that word too. but <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: <It's> <laughs> for you around here. So you, you, didn't, you didn't get
1: inside the magic?
2: No, look, I I like the performance of the anti-DF because um, I think there's a few wankers out there that take it a bit too far, but um, I think at the end of the day, you can still appreciate everything that Disney offers without uh, becoming a bit of a zealot. And, um, um, yeah, look, I I just think it's a bit of fun. DPM's a great place to hang out and meet a lot of good people and have a bit of a laugh. Um, I don't... um, yeah. I was described in many forums, Um, a lot of them are quite up themselves to be honest and and, um, I just like to be myself and have a bit of fun and have a bit of a chat and uh, yeah just fit it in really nicely to the DPN and I must admit, it's a bit contagious as well, Um, yeah people's enthusiasm about the parks, you hear these guys talking about it on a weekly basis and some of the other shows and And all all of a sudden, um, yeah, it becomes a bit of a priority in your life. So we've made a commitment that we'll be back every 18 months, and um, and we'll alternate between Disney World and Disneyland with our next trip to uh, West Fest in May.
0: So so every three years you're going to be at Disneyland, and every three years you're going to be at Walt Disney World. Is that what I just heard?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. That's
1: pretty cool. Now, I'm suffering from what Lou is suffering from, which is his wife wants to do something else
0: besides Disney. Uh
1: is your family giving you any of that? You know, can't we do something else besides Disney all the time or are they still with you on this?
2: Yeah, we try to do at least um a couple of small things during the year too. We just got back from a uh, cruise uh around the Pacific Islands and, and that was really nice. It was just for ten days, it was a bit of a break with the kids and and uh yeah, it was Apart from the drinking, eating too much, it was really relaxing. And, uh, and I suppose that, um, yeah, especially the wife that gives her something a bit different. The kids are still at that age. The oldest one's 14 and the youngest one's 9. So uh, Disneyland or Walt Disney World, they see that as their, their all primo trip. So there's no problems convincing those guys to come along.
1: What's What's their favorite attractions?
2: Yeah, well, the um, young bloke, is uh, a bit of a thrill seeker. And uh, when we brought him to Disneyland first time, he was really young, so he couldn't get on a real lot. So he was really keen to get back to Walt Disney World. And when we, go, when we bring him back to Disneyland in a couple of years' time, he's quite excited. But Space Mountain for him and uh, Everest uh, was his two favourite rides. And I think for the older bloke, uh, probably the Tower of Terror. Um, I haven't seen the one in uh, Disneyland yet. I'm keen to see it, but uh, I understand that the Walt Disney one's a little bit better.
1: Uh, well, I think it's, so. It's got an extra portion of the attraction, where a couple extra dimensions to it. Well, yeah, you go through <laughs> the middle of. Let's no put pun this,
3: intended. Yeah.
1: Take out this transition from one shaft to the next shaft to get up and get over to where you're going to be shafted. It's not like it's just some drop-dead great effect that, oh, my God, I am really miss it every time I ride Disneyland. In fact, to be quite honest, I to me, it's more the thrill of going up and down. Just because it, I traveled didn't travel through the hotel with some glass and some you know ghost effects that aren't the best in the world, I don't think you're missing that much.
3: You, you probably won't miss it too much, especially since you're going to have a couple of years between the two. I just noticed it because they announced ours, and I was really looking forward to it. Uh, and then just noticing a lot of the architecture that they did over in Florida, too. Yeah, sure. Just, the
1: exterior architecture is much better there, but
3: th- there's a lot because they have the ability to have more room in Florida, they have a lot more space now, that let's you're be going to. Yeah, it's Disney
1: just cheap, you know, <laughs> cheap yeah, artists. Okay, they had yeah, the room. yeah. Um, uh, and John, how did you find the DPN and how did you find Mice Cast? Yeah, um, I
2: think I was looking for. Something just when we got back from Walt Disney World, um, there was a bit of that post trip blues, and um, I was looking for something that was, I don't know, a bit cool. I was in the podcasting anyway, more of the technology type shows. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, um, I've started listening to some of the other podcasts, and um, they weren't really for me. They were, they were a bit more have a magical day type podcasts, um, mainly from the east coast, and um, yeah, and I just accidentally stumbled against you, uh, against you guys, and, um, the funny thing was, I listened to your first show, thought it was crap, and, um, uh, unsubscribed, <laughs> it was, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no I say first show wasn't your first, it was, uh, <laughs> probably only, only a okay, year ago, just, the first and, show um, we the,
3: <laughs> the yeah. last show was too, so,
2: <laughs> and the funny thing was, it, it just didn't click, and, um, I thought, oh, look, I'll, I'll give it another go, and, um, it was the one where we were talking about the a- uh, Mice Age um, article, and,
0: uh, yes. and
2: it got me, got me so fired up. I had to send an email to the show. First time I ever sent an email into a podcast, and, um, and I couldn't help but listen uh, again because uh, I thought, hey, these guys are a bit controversial. Uh, <laughs> they have one a beautiful laugh, and uh, yeah, that's the type of thing I was looking for. So um, that then got me onto the DPN. I never heard of the DPN until I started listening uh, to Micecast. Then, um, then the brainwashing started. I uh, <laughs> started, started listening to Imagineering by
1: way.
0: Brainwashing. And uh,
1: at the Main Street. <laughs> it uh, had, so,
0: had uh, nothing to do with it that it got pimped like four or five times each time. You know.
4: well, I just want to make sure that
1: it's clear that we brought at least one member of the forums to the forums through our show. N- versus not the other way around? Right yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it may only be one, but we did our we job. Did yeah. You know?
4: Yeah, Mike and Richard, these
2: guys wake up in the middle of the night, like screaming, imagineering my way. It's just I just can't get
3: out of my head. I hear it so often. So.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, Greg, you can pay him the check now for. uh,
0: uh Greg, Greg will here you go. Know, Greg will cover his uh, expenses when done. Local.
2: Uh, the, the therapy's starting to help anyway. So.
3: Therapy. <laughs> while, while we're at pimping other shows, Mike, do you want to pimp your other show? No, real no, fast? that's okay. No, that's oh, right. Okay.
1: No, I hear Mike, you have the distinction of having some very distinguished members of your forum in that. that nope, uh,
0: that's been cleaned up. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for adding me out, John. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> hey, they?
2: great sponsors.
0: I'm no, no, that I, I actually, actually, um, <laughs> yesterday. I got tired of dealing with that crap because you know I'd be away from the computer for you know a day and a whole crap load of spam would end up on the forum. <laughs> so I actually decided to I I put a mod in there and got put a captcha in, so no more no more spam on the navally, on the naval air. Is, isn't
1: that normal Navy stuff? I mean, are you really shortchanging <laughs> your listeners? for Fighting? No. That kind of
0: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's interesting that um, as I look over uh, the, right. he naval, the naval aviation work. community, there's a there's a <laughs> there's a problem that the military is cracking down on on the military people using their their internet to look at porn. <laughs> <laughs> Official internet access is being used for porn. It's getting cracked oh, yeah. down. Yeah, the BX oh, and the no PX. Care.
1: You know, half the magazine rack was porn. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Well. Uh guess there's a difference when you pay for it in print and you use their internet you're access. The, so.
3: you having the government pay for it the oh, that's, that's funny. So, so John, one of the things I've always kind of been wondering—we talked about Australia—is would you say Disney is? Would you say there's a lot of fans of Disney in Australia, or is it just one of those type of things? Because you kind of have your pluses and minuses over here, but. We see it all the time because we live just a few miles from Disneyland, and we got the Disney Studios just up there in L.A., but what would you say, are there a lot of people that are Disney fans over there?
2: Yeah, look, it's seen as the holiday mecca, um, Disneyland, You um, you stick that to your Walt Disney World um, competitors, but um, the uh, the kids, when they grow up in Australia, uh, and they hear about Disneyland, they see it in the movies, see it on the shows, and... Every kid um, in Australia wants to one day go to Disneyland. Unfortunately, probably ten fifteen percent ever get there, but um, it's definitely the um, the holiday destination of choice for kids. Um, Not too many people get to Walt Disney World. Um, It's a lot dearer for us, and um, the additional travel time. The other thing with Walt Disney World, we don't hear much about it um, in in Australia. If you're not part of the Disney community, there's hardly anything ever said. Uh, we get a lot of specials, a lot of features. A lot of our news programs do features um, from Disneyland, but uh, not much from Walt Disney World at all. So um, it is popular. Uh, people know of it and um, definitely talk about it. Uh, but the expense and the time to get there actually puts off a few too many people, which is a shame. So
1: so that that's an interesting answer to a larger question. Like when my wife went to Europe, they – knew of Disney World but they didn't know of Disneyland because the marketing was heavily for Walt Disney World Uh, they had no clue of what Knott's Berry Farm was which doesn't surprise me at all Uh, so the marketing in Australia is mainly Disneyland Then, yeah it is
2: and um, every time we pick up a travel brochure for um, the states um, if you ever look in the Anaheim, um, California uh, section, it's always a couple pages on Disneyland. That stuff all on Walt Disney World. Um, and by the way, I've been to Dots and um, I like Dots. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, a shame that you guys bag it out all the time.
1: <laughs> well, it's not what it used to be. You know, you've seen it lately, so you only have that yeah frame of reference. So, you couldn't fly through, say, South Africa or. Or Libya, or some nice country like that, to get Walt Disney World, you have to go through Los first.
2: Yeah, I mean, Libya was our first choice, but we thought LA uh, it might be a bit safer for the kids. But uh, I don't know. Uh, Sometimes you gotta wonder, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you uh, we asked the wife, and she re- reckons Libya is safe in Vegas, but. Uh, Oh, look, um, no, the direct flights are directly to um, LA and then across to Miami, believe it or not. We can't even get to Orlando um, unless we um, make independent um, uh, arrangements by air. But the, the interesting thing is um, it's cheaper for us to come to Disneyland What it is to Hong Kong. So um, a lot of people think Hong Kong and Disney is a lot closer, so uh, we may get there more often. I don't know anybody that's been to Hong Kong Disney. That's
3: interesting. I'm not not us. Huh. No, well, oh. I have some friends that have been over there.
0: Jeff, you know, Jeff's been there. Coconut Wireless has been there.
2: Mm. But um, nobody in Australia that I know and uh, our circle of friends, and it. Uh, it's just as expensive to fly to Hong Kong, spend a week, what it is to get to L.A., so um, I know where my first choice is.
3: Yeah, my, my yeah.
1: Choice between,
3: speak I, the I same think. language, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, that that would be a, a big plus is- much easier to get around when you speak the language. And, it,
3: and as much as we complain about traffic here, it's still a little bit better than the traffic in Hong Kong, I understand. Yeah, yeah and Hong
2: Kong, you still only got three quarters of a park uh, where at least um, you've got one and a
4: half
2: in Anaheim.
4: That's true. That's
3: very funny. Very funny, John.
4: Uh, hey, uh, I've
2: heard about the expansion, but that all sounds good. I was going really
3: to say... I was going to say, we're going to get the other half of it in the next few years here. so yeah. Jeez, Greg, you'll be too old to enjoy it, but... Oh. <laughs> Greg will be. I'll still be uh, young.
0: Oh, yeah, because a year makes a big difference, right?
3: Darn straight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what the
1: ECVs the... are for. What's that? That's what the ECVs
2: are for.
0: A C V you know... Yeah, yeah.
2: That's right, its supposed to be for old people, not
3: for fat people, so <laughs> Well, they're for old fat people so <laughs> uh, uh,
1: I will do everything I can, never have to use one of those unless we're doing it for fun, only for fun. yeah, I think a bunch of us at you know West Ve we'll up for the hell of it and have yeah,
3: what you guys should do, uh, they have that uh, Segway tour before uh, California adventure opens. You guys should uh, find out and get together on a Segway tour.
2: Yeah, they're no, real keen that to do that. Fun. I heard a review yeah, review on another podcast about that, and it's fantastic, and uh, it's pretty cheap. I think it's 85 bucks for two hours or three hours, including breakfast.
4: Yeah. It's- I'd
1: like to just- do the
0: Epcot one,
1: too. I'd like to do the Epcot one myself. Um, you know, I thought 10 days, longest time I've ever been to Florida, I'd have plenty of time, and I still felt like there were things I didn't get around to doing. Uh, but traveling with a large group is not as easy as it, you know, might sound, even though we were pretty much all like-minded, there were things each of us wanted to do, and, um, we, we all got along well, but, you know, it's still Well, oh, there's guys. the married
3: guys, and there's the bachelors. Well, that,
1: that didn't really stop the married guys, but,
3: you know.
2: Okay. and you hear they got a, uh, off-road, uh, Segway tour now at the Wilderness Lodge?
1: Yeah, I saw some of those, uh, Segways, too, they got big off-road tires, and Oh, we got cool. a few of those too.
3: Yeah, those are fun. But they can't. But the off-road tires and everything don't add anything to the vehicle. You still can't go "quote unquote" off-road with now,
1: them. That, there's a whole uh, there's a whole issue talks. with Segway right now and ADA and whether or not they can get them for you know. At,
0: at I doubt. Time. I doubt they'll get cleared as a medical device.
1: It would have been banned in Walt Disney World, haven't
2: they, over the last couple of weeks?
0: Well banned from the sense that if you use one to get around, you can't go into the park because they're not certified Ooh. as a medical device. And Yeah, right.
1: you can't use them for backdoor access and all that bullshit. Oh, you can't, you can't use them at all. And stuff. You,
0: can't, you can't take them inside the
1: park.
4: You can't, you know, well, you know,
1: if they let those stupid-ass double-wide
0: strollers that you use
1: for jogging in,
0: you know, why not
1: let a Segway?
0: They rent those. They rent those double-wide strollers that you use not- for- in
3: Florida they do, not here. Not the There's big
0: jogging one.
3: They yeah, the use, ones that They use
0: a wide back plastic back. one in Florida, yeah.
1: wide plastic but they don't have... It's, we used to tell people they couldn't bring those in. If it didn't fit through the turnstile, I mean, they must collapse some of these things and get them through. I don't know, open the floodgate. I don't know how they get some of these stupid things in. Don't look at me, I don't know. Well, well our double-wide so, troll that we my, had my image of no Disney wider nature, than a wheelchair. Went down the toilet a couple nights ago when not only was the dumbass security officer in downtown Disney taking a picture of the guests, but the <laughs> guests were standing in the frickin' fountain. While the officer was <laughs> and the, the officers
3: was taking pictures, the pictures of, them. of them while they are standing what in that the fountain. dumbass
0: security crew. That was, that was crew. funny.
2: Hey, hey great talking about security, you know, I, you know the worst I, thing I've seen in the parks are those stupid roller shoes.
1: Yes, that's Richard will oh. tell you some stories.
0: They're all over the place, not just yeah. the park.
2: Yeah, they're you know, all- I understand that Walt Disney World is actually putting on a day or a competition or something and encouraging kids to ride them down.
0: No, no, really. no, Most no. This area, don't, don't let those World things be. Us. Us. You don't that's that's true. I don't know
3: about Disney, about Disney World. World. I can only speak about Disneyland. Yeah, I barely speak about Disneyland. And <laughs> oh,
0: damn. Jeez. <laughs> <Gee, my
1: laughs> <laughs> that was pretty harsh. Yeah. yeah. I'm spending some time looking at... Uh, the Sydney Cricket Grounds while we're sitting here talking. So.
0: Sydney Kick. Well, oh, that's
3: right. right. Still trying to understand the game. Yeah, this so, isn't helping, no, But, but
4: <laughs> the, the, No,
3: the, at Disneyland, those are considered roller skates, which are not allowed in Disneyland. Well, I've actually
1: seen Richard ask kids to take the wheels out because some of them, the wheels are removable. Some of them, they just go back and, up into the, the shoes. I know they in should, our local. Uh, and they should be used schools, to that because, yeah,
0: because schools yeah. don't allow them either. Schools don't are allow, tough because they're, yeah.
1: they're ruining the. Uh, the the paving, uh, furniture. I mean, the kids were just, you know, tearing
0: and the place up. I, with them. They crash into people, and they. I generally aren't.
3: The but somebody was telling me the story that they were having lunch, and one of the guys that was having lunch with them was a uh, uh, orthopedic doctor, and he and as some kids went riding by, he's just looking. He goes, yeah. Those things are going to put my kids through college with all the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the that have to do with hamstrings and everything else. So,
1: hey, uh, John, I'm looking at Sydney right here. It looks like a pretty dense urban environment. Is there any you know what you'd call suburbs like we have here? Or is it all pretty dense living?
2: She's a bit wild. They call us dense. What's that? I thought you are calling us all dense uh, no, We'll dense. get to that later
1: I, um, <laughs> Very tight um, You know, very tight housing Very close to each other It is, uh, I think the breakup
2: up uh, With the 8 million, I think about 4 million live within an hour of Sydney And um, then we have regions um, A little bit north is the central coast A little bit south It's the south coast Then we have our mountain range Which is about an hour west So, yeah um, there yeah, are three regional areas, and um, then we have pretty tight populations in those three regional areas too, so was pretty tight. We've been two hours to Sydney, you've probably got 75% of the population, so that's the funny thing about Australia. It's a big country, but um, geez, we've got a lot of spare land left.
1: I was looking, at Liverpool came up here. I'm surprised it's not new Liverpool. <laughs> I was born in
2: Liverpool, so. How were you? Yeah, so um, in the western suburbs of Sydney, so.
1: I see your airport here. Landed in Aussie country. Oh, that's some guy putting his little tag on there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you start float, floating north, you'll see um, a uh, the Hawkesbury River, which is just the main water inlet from Sydney Harbour. Yep. Yep. If you keep heading north, you'll see Gosford, the central coast. That's um, where a lot that stuff is. That uh, I sent in that Ken Duncan book.
4: Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Great. Yeah, I was just cruising up through here, and I passed over the Olympic Stadium. Uh, Yeah, very – (laughs) hey, this is really a stupid question, but is Minute Work still uh, putting stuff out in Australia?
2: (laughs) you won't believe this. I've just put together a CD to bring across to you guys in the States, and uh, (laughs) the first song is Minute Work. So – they, nice. they are still floating around. They done a pub gig about six months ago, and they're old bloke, <laughs> the old men now, so they're they'd be in their fifties. But um, yeah, I, mean, I thought yeah. they were
1: gone until they showed up at the Olympics, you know. And, uh...
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's still one of those songs that um, yeah, whenever anything Australian happens, uh, we tend to play it. So oh. yeah, they still, and it's the only song they really brought out. So
1: <laughs> what about those guys that did uh, um, Midnight Oil? They
2: yeah. Hey, look. It's funny. It's almost like logging into my computer. The um, I had a Midnight old all track on there too. I actually had to take a couple off because um, they were mostly anti-war songs that we not all had, and um, they were a bit insulting towards uh, American troops. So I thought I'd take them off before I send them to
4: you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. And I was just listening to a couple of theirs, and they you can definitely tell where the slant was going to. It's like my my wife used to like the Cure till I educated her. But
3: uh, I used to like Dixie Chicks. They but... uh, they were very anti-American. <laughs> Was that a gay comment I heard in the
4: background
3: about Dixie Chicks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked a couple of the songs, but <laughs> time ago. We're still
0: admitting it. Okay.
3: Big cover. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago, my youth, youthful, <laughs> ignorant. You know, where is there. Okay. He's got to heard of in, in Excess as well. Yes. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah my Mike's in Excess. Mike had a very eye opening experience when, when she went to see them at concert. She did not realize that they were talking about other men in their songs. <laughs> what? <laughs> Talk about yeah, other men? Yes, Mike's still figuring it out, but that's okay. Yeah. Ooh. Just go listen to their songs. And they're. They, they play for the other team. Like
0: <laughs> really? Oh, that's too bad.
1: Well, it depends <laughs> if you're on the other team or not. I guess. You know.
0: Yeah. Not another team, but still too bad.
1: Hey, right. if, if the music's good, does it really matter? Nah. It's... Come on, you, you can't. You can't tell me you haven't sung "YMCA" in your day.
0: Mm, yeah. No.
2: Come on, Richard. No, you like Dixie chicks. You must like YMCA.
3: No, I know enough not to admit anything when it comes. To people, so. Did you
1: Did you get that email that was going around? It was Claymation. Although
3: you're, I like the cowboy, but the,
1: yeah,
4: you're a sick man.
1: This, All the the, uh, the Claymation email going around about the the senator for the
0: senator. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, great.
1: thing. And then all these claymation guys come out of the village people and start singing a song. <laughs> I haven't seen
3: that one. It's pretty funny.
0: He sent it to you. I, Richard I did not receive it. Read well, did, okay,
3: Mike, did you receive a picture of the uh, castle with the snow on it?
0: Uh, from you?
3: I, yeah, send it over on the phone over to you.
1: So not everything.
3: Not. Uh, yeah, not everything goes through all the time. I sent you. Sent oh you my guys.
1: god! I've got to love you guys over in Australia. Tang Craig, what the hell is Tang Craig,
4: John? No, no idea. Well, <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> is
2: she
3: still in Australia?
1: Is it yeah, a town? I'm still in Australia. Yeah, it's,
3: it's north of Sydney. No.
1: It's in some hilly area.
3: It's It's not it's, too far from the coast. It looks like it's Col- maybe about Coleroy. Oh yeah there's Colorado. Right? Yeah, yeah go to uh, there. go
1: to the left on the map.
3: <laughs> Maybe about ten miles East inland. uh yeah no go a little west west. Yeah, yeah and it's up in the west. hills.
1: It says Pungtang Crag. <clears throat> and uh, Crag. I, well Crag's the Mountain. Narrabeen steep side. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, 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 Narrabeen's
2: a surf suburb, so yeah, I know
1: where you are, but Yeah, Oxford Falls, New South Wales. Hmm. Uh, I gotta. I keep to. This is a place that uh, the wife and I would like to go someday. We gotta. We gotta get over here. We we had someone from work. I think we talked about this on my show before. Uh, who left? Her husband got a job in Australia, but they were. I think we talked about. It, they were on the other side. Was it the uh, not Perth but uh,
0: one of the? Yeah. Perth is opposite of Sydney.
1: Yeah. We. I don't remember now. where She went. she had sent the the office some emails uh saying how they liked it and you know yada 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 so
3: now john when you yeah. were when you were visiting florida you spent you know all that time in florida and you were able to go along the coastline down the keys and everything did you get to do something similar well, you went to santa monica you said but whatever else did you get to visit when you were over on the disneyland side here yeah we spent
2: some time down at Huntington beach Woo-hoo! and uh yeah, which was fantastic. Ate at Duke's. And, uh-huh. uh, um, yeah, had to get a taxi home. <laughs>
4: that's
3: Now, a great now you, you didn't argue with the driver on that
2: taxi, did you? Um, no, no. I think I slept very soundly on my way back to Anna.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, uh, that's a great thing about uh, you guys over there. As soon as you meet someone from Australia, you keep buying us beers until we pass out. So it's fantastic. But um, we end up um, going down to Laguna, which was fantastic. Uh, had a really good pizza at Laguna. And um, went down to San Diego. And, um, yeah, so we've done a fair bit of exploring heading south. And uh, done the Santa Monica and uh, Santa Barbara and that heading north. And, and had a good look around. So Plus, we've done the dreaded universal as well.
1: The
0: dreaded, <laughs> the dreaded universal.
1: universal. Well, it- Oh, uh, yeah, much different than the one out in Florida. Much- yeah, well, I must admit, um, the kids wanted to go one
2: in Florida, and um, I was hesitant after seeing the one in L.A., and uh, I must admit, I really enjoyed it. Um, the Islands of Adventure, I think you mentioned it um, on one of the last podcasts, Greg. They've done a good job over there, and um, compared to what they've done at their other parks, uh, yeah, it's definitely heaps. But there's still no Disneyland, but um, they've got some great rides over there. Spider-Man. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: they had some they had some high points. There were you know some points, but that was kind of to be expected. The design of the park in a big circle around the lake was a real low point for me. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, that was bizarre. So, but it, yeah, it did have some fun stuff. Uh, because of my back, I couldn't ride some of the things, or I didn't want to take my chances of ruining the rest of my vacation uh, based off of one ride. But yeah, that's, they've definitely got some good stuff over there. That Spider Man was just uh, that was pretty outstanding, and I like the Men in Black one. You know, our our biggest thing with Universal here is it developed around a working studio, so you got hodgepodge of add. You know, let's add something here, let's add something there, and I was over to say. Like, yeah,
0: but you bro- should actually see movies being made too. You know, that is the plus side.
1: I mean, Mike and I had annual passes for a while when we were graveyarded. Disney, we would go first thing in the morning down to Universal, and we, we saw a lot of films, Back to the Future, uh, Dick Tracy, the name of a few of the day, so yeah, we got to see a lot of things going on. Yeah,
3: but. we we bag on Universal over here, but it's it's still a fun and interesting place to go visit because it is the studio, and you get to wander around, and you see who who gets the good parking space this week, and who changes out <laughs> of the offices that week, and there's still a lot of uh, interesting history that they have there as far as they've been been making movies there since the 20s and everybody that's been anybody in the film industry in LA has done some sort of work there from Alfred Hitchcock to Edith Head to Robert Zemeckis and it's just interesting seeing some of the stuff. Well you just
1: like to throw names around don't you?
3: I wanted to go from (laughs) Alfred to Zemeckis (laughs) But you're right the Backlot tour
2: is fantastic in LA I really enjoyed that and um, I suppose we were looking forward to the same thing in uh, Florida but yeah, they didn't have anything like that. So um, Universal and the actual park in Florida, we were really disappointed.
1: So, yeah, I mean it had some interesting stuff, decent details and areas, but uh, a couple okay rides. Right. Just kind of odd to see some of their attractions like Jaws as a ride you have to get on and not part of
3: a, a backlot tour. So that was odd. Now the, there was a question I kept forgetting to ask you. Yes, is there anything at Universal Florida that is actual quote unquote movie lot? Or is it all just park? It's all park to make look like,
1: to make it look like it's a movie studio. It's got some areas that look like a, you know, uh, an old nineteen twenties street, maybe or maybe forties. Uh, is it actually working for anything? I don't think so. All the sound stages have attractions in them.
3: Because that was one thing with uh, Disney MGM, was a lot of the production when they were for initially it. built.
0: To try to make it into a working well, movie a lot studio. Well,
3: production was being moved out to Florida because Florida was so much cheaper than it was to film here in L.A. And then suddenly things changed, and, well, they had all the stuff there, but production stopped, and they started doing all the production back here in the L.A. area well, or one elsewhere. One thing I
1: didn't see was where the Nickelodeon studios were because, you know, my kids watch Nick, and a lot of those things said from Universal Studios, uh, Florida. And I don't know exactly where those were.
2: Yeah, that was up at the beginning of the park. They had um, a, I can't remember what their main character is, the crazy little kid that rides a rocket.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Johnny Neutron. Jimmy Jimmy Neutron. Neutron. Yeah, Jimmy Neutron,
2: yeah. So there was a big ride and there was a recording studio just near there.
1: Oh, yeah, they were doing a Simpsons. They were getting ready for a Simpsons ride, I think, in that building then.
3: But that was Uh, just mostly one studio, though there was no back lot or anything else.
1: No, they have a pseudo back lot in the park you walk around in.
3: Right, but it wasn't
1: not no nothing like it is here.
3: Nothing like Universal or we got Warner Brothers Burbank. No, no,
1: nothing, nothing like
3: that. Disney used to have as far as back lot, which is gone now.
1: We used to go around, Uh, but yeah, and that tram tour in, in California is probably half of what it used to be.
3: You're talking all- about Disney MGM?
1: No, 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 no. Universal here.
3: The, oh, the yeah. back
1: lot tour is about half of what it used to be. Yeah. Uh, down there where you have Jurassic Park and, and all that, that used to be part of the tram tour, and now you've got to walk down those long-ass stairs or the, that escalator to get you to all get the way down there. To get down there, down. there yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you hear that um, Disney
2: headhunted their um, vice president of um, design? No. Yeah, so uh, the guy that was supposed to be responsible for this new Harry Potter world, um, uh, supposedly that um, that deal was signed because this guy's creative influence, uh, Disney uh, grabbed him this week and um, <laughs> gave him gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. So
3: uh, oh must, wait wait uh, you're not
1: you're gonna not yank my wanker here and tell me it's the person you said was coming out to uh, California in your email? Did you? No,
3: no, no,
2: no, no! no. <laughs> <laughs> That's fake um Yeah, it's it's on the proper news,
3: not even the Disney news. But, on the, uh, proper news. the Proper news. <laughs> <laughs> not, not on a show like ours. It's the proper news. Oh, uh, he sent me the
1: email that I, you know, I was like, yeah, right. I'm gonna puke now. But, uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: want any more hate mail, so I won't mention it on the show. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we'll keep that one to ourselves. Yeah, that would be that would be good. I already get enough crap for that one on my own. Don't need any help. <laughs> now that I'm starting to call Al Lutz Al Putz, I'm sure I'll start getting some more. So uh New Zealand's fairly close. Do you guys uh hop over there at all?
2: Yeah, we call it across the ditch. There's a, um, a big hole in the middle of the ocean uh, between Australia and uh, New Zealand, so um, there's always a bit of a joke. There are neighbours across the ditch. But, um, yeah, on a plane, it's only about two and a half hours. And uh, I'm a rugby boy, and um, half my mates are from New Zealand. There's a fair, fair bit of rivalry, especially about the football between the two countries. So uh, we're good mates, but we tend to stick it to each other where, whenever we can, a bit like the West Coast, East Coast thing that you guys have.
1: Wow. Very interesting. So, what's what's that like traveling around New Zealand?
2: Fantastic. Uh, We got a camper van uh, a couple of years ago, and um, I done a few football trips over there, but never got a chance to just cruise around for a while. So, we took the kids over for two weeks, threw them in a camper van, um, and just like done all the ski fields and uh, done all the the normal stuff that you do on holidays, but. uh, it was one of the best holidays we ever had. It was just relaxing, uh, beautiful scenery, really good people, really good country people. Uh, you're a fair way out of the cities, and uh, apart from being damn cold, it's uh, it was great. Uh, excellent skiing, so uh, on par with what you guys have in the States. Wow,
1: yeah, and it's, it's two islands, which I didn't know until recently, uh, at least probably a couple of seconds ago when I saw it on a group we've all seen some of the vistas of course in the uh the greatest trilogy
3: ever made yes lord of the rings but i also (laughs) also have uh friends i also have friends that i work with that have spent numerous trips down to new zealand visiting the fjords and uh flying over the uh volcanic areas and just beautiful countryside out that way so sure it's
1: it's rugby.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, just before we go on the rugby, here, which is a great topic, the, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the two islands are really different. Uh, the top island, uh, the North Island, uh, quite uh, commercialised now, uh, a fair bit of business, uh, quite rural, lots of working class families. Um, you get the ferry across and it's only about an hour on the ferry and it is like going back to Lord of the Rings, all the stuff that you saw in the movies. Uh, there wasn't much editing done that's, that's what it's like. It's like just going back 300 years. So um, you ever get a chance to visit, it's fantastic. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'd, I'd love to visit, the, visit both uh, those islands and your island. The thing that threw me probably for the biggest loop oh, yeah, of maybe, anybody yeah. you realize, I ever met at Disneyland was a couple... Asian folk on the island and they started, they came up to talk to me and I expected, you know, an Asian accent right away and they had a New Zealand accent and it just threw me for a loop. I never met someone of Asian descent with a New Zealand accent. It just didn't work for me at first. I thought, are we being dubbed in a bad Chinese movie here or something? how you know they from Zealand? Did they have any sheep with them or. Did they have what? No, no, they didn't have any sheep with them. talking
3: about me. You're talking about, you're if, talking about if, this.
0: If you want to be. If you want to be thrown by Asian people, you should see a a comic. His name is Henry Cho. He's Korean. Uh And when he speaks, he speaks with a southern accent.
3: Oh, I've heard of this guy. Yeah, yeah. The the worst one was was years and years ago when I first started working at Disneyland. And I was working at this one fast food restaurant. And we had all these people coming up. And I had this one little Asian lady, very petite, coming up, very prim and proper. And... She comes up to the counter and is just waiting patiently. And I go, okay, probably doesn't understand you. It was too much. And I just go up to her and I go, very genteel. And I go, can I help you, please? Sheila,
1: you're genteel. Yeah, I'm being... you went up to her, genteel. What Gen... man describes himself as genteel?
3: When you're talking about a lady, you're...
0: Fine, southern, southern gentleman. And that's exactly what it was,
3: was. Here's this little petite Asian lady and had the heaviest Texas straw. All have one of them, their uh, punches there and... Give me a box of that popcorn, and I'm just sitting there listening to this voice, and I'm going, "Sure, not a problem." It just
0: doesn't <laughs> register. It did that not work.
1: okay. What I was going to ask you before Richard well, got I all genteel to ask a on you, real
0: quick.
3: I'll a take a back seat. Then. No, I'm no because John already <laughs> brought it up about the skiing on New Zealand. Okay. Now, now you were talking about skiing i've never known australia do, do you have any skiing in australia itself or do you, when you go snow skiing do you go over to new zealand
2: yeah no, we've got uh, four ski fields in australia we've got two in uh, two in new south wales uh we're about well seven hours south of sydney and we've got two in melbourne about two hours north of melbourne so but we only get about four months a year and uh we get a couple of really big dumps and uh and yeah, that's about it. But um,
1: feels good when you, a couple of big dumps, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we choke a few off. But uh,
1: <laughs>
2: then, um, no, look, uh, New Zealand's on par with what you guys like, would get in Colorado. They have uh, glaciers that have snow all year. And uh, there's some really good heli-skiing uh, up in the mountains. So uh, if you're into your skiing, it's fantastic. So
3: Now, New Zealand, just being a little further south than where Sydney and everything, is it that much different in the weather-wise that you're going to have the snow and obviously the glaciers there, but is it that much different weather-wise?
2: It's a bizarre island. The um, North Island, um, very much like Australia, similar weather, a little, little tiny bit cooler. South Island, bloody cold. Right, rains, it's windy. <laughs> and um, I think um, the South um, end of the South Island. Um, they actually use it as a hop-off
3: point for Antarctica now, So, because uh, I think it's the closest shipping point. Yeah. Uh, I, down there. I remember seeing that they had a couple uh big stories the last couple of years going down to, uh, what's the station down there, the name of the station?
0: Mc, McMurdo. Thank
3: you. Uh, where they had to get down there, and they were, uh, especially with the one scientist that, Needed to come up for surgery, and they had to wait until they can get a little bit more sunlight down there before they can send a plane for her. And so it was all staging there on the uh, south tip of New Zealand.
1: What the what, uh, the marketing person at my my old office, her brother is stationed there.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, and
1: he comes up, you know, I don't know, once a year, and then he does things like work on the brakes on her cars. Like he's he's home from Antarctica, and this is what you have him doing. No, he really wants to do this, you know. <laughs>
0: okay, whatever. Because he's you know, locked in the freaking. The beat's
3: working on the brakes I on the car in Antarctica.
1: So. Um, yeah. but, Cricket or rugby? What's the bigger sport? Or are they about equal?
2: Yeah, look, um, it's a bit like baseball and American football. Uh, You've got your winter sport and your summer sport. We've got three um, types of football in Australia. We've got um, rugby league. Uh, we've got uh, Rugby Union, and we've got Australian football, which is a bit bizarre. Not too
0: different from, it's not too different from American football.
2: Uh, yeah, 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 actually similar. A lot of, uh, it's
0: fairly similar.
2: Yeah, a lot of Australian rules players actually end up playing in the NFL over there because they're kicking and they're punting. And um, we've also got soccer, but uh, we, we, we won't talk about that. Um, and uh, you've yeah, got cricket in the summer.
1: So, rugby, they play in any weather?
2: Yeah, we play uh, in <laughs> any weather. It, it's funny. Most of our best games usually went wet and muddy, and uh, you can't see each other. But, uh, yeah, they uh, call off the league and they call off the soccer, but the rugby always goes on.
1: So, rugby, it's kind of like you <laughs> know, uh, female mud wrestling when they're out there the- And
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is that payback for the old joke? Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh,
2: uh, yeah. I I finished playing last year, and um, yeah, it's it's a great sport over here. It's it's one of those ones that uh, you play with your mates, and uh, you, you stay with the same team for twenty years or thirty years, in my case. And and um, it's a real social thing where uh, yeah, you, you train, you drink, you play, and you drink.
0: <laughs> and uh that's <laughs> about that's about the game and more about the pub afterwards. Oh, well, exactly
2: right. And uh it's a type of game where you you'll beat the crap out of each other and there's always fights on the field and you go go off the field and you shout beers for the other team. It's and yeah, right. no, it's good good atmosphere.
1: Do you compete with um rugby in Europe like with the English or is it just on on the island and maybe with the guys across the you know the ditch at New the, Zealand?
2: Yeah, there's different levels, and uh, I suppose that's what confused me about the NFL when I was in America, all the different types of games there were, uh, but um, over here we've got um, the local competition that I play in, then you have a uh, state competition where uh, the best players play against each other in the States. Um, and then there's a what we call the Super 14s competition, which is the top 14 teams around the world. And um, they they compete over a five-month period. So you got your best players from New Zealand and uh, South Africa and uh, yeah, uh, the Asia-Pacific region all playing together. Then you have the World Cup, which um, I was going to give you guys a hard time about because your team got smashed. But uh, we got beaten as well, so uh, we won't talk about that one either. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: <laughs> World Cup of Rugby?
2: Yeah, yeah. These guys didn't hear about it. These guys had a team. Huh?
1: I didn't know we had a rugby team. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I played <laughs> rugby once. Probably made up of
1: college dudes. It was fun, but it's definitely a brutal sport. I I, I will give it that any, you know, the, our guys in football are probably a little wussier than the, the manly men who play rugby. I'll give you that much. But uh, uh,
2: I think your guys are smarter. But I think we could deal with a bit more padding and um, helmets and those type of
1: things. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, so every, after a few every, hits over and over and over, they're not here. that smart. You're,
2: you're, you're, uh, you, you, you'll see some of the damage at Westfest, but but uh, we tend to uh, grow old with uh, quite a few scars on us. So.
3: <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, you were talking about uh, you play a little bit of rugby and then you drink some and then you go back and play a little bit more. From what I've seen on every rugby game, that's the only way you could play it is you have to keep drinking. you got to keep that uh, anesthetics that, so you don't feel anything while you're – you know, the thing the I don't game. get
1: about rugby, it's kind of like what I didn't get about wrestling in high school. You get you get you you put this ball and then this big pile of strapping young men are on top of each <laughs> other trying to come up with the ball in their hand. I you know I don't know. It's just something about that just, you know. <laughs> I, I don't
4: know why, yeah. why good it good. At that, We have a gay rugby
2: team um, in Sydney that um, competes all oh, over gosh. the world. And um, we have a troll game. How do they
0: fu- how do they find anybody to play against them?
2: <laughs> well, that's the thing. They've uh, been trying to get some local games uh, to prepare for the international games. And uh, uh, we got the phone call, and we were real keen to have a game. We didn't know they were a gay rugby side, but uh, when we found out a bit more about them, um, yeah, we tried to make up a few excuses. No one wants to get beaten by a gay rugby side. And uh, these guys are all pretty fit and buffed and um, trained pretty hard. So uh, it could have been real embarrassment at the pub afterwards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. Um, Tasmania, is that part of you guys or is that their own little own world? Yeah, family? so remember I
2: told you about the New Zealanders and the sheep in Tasmania? And that's where they marry their sisters and their brothers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, a bit like Texas for these guys. Is that right? um Al- <laughs> alabama yeah. Like saw. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah no, beautiful place it's really nice um uh, we've got some rainforest down there and uh it's one of those type of places it's a bit like new zealand where you can drive around there um in about four or five days just magnificent scenery but uh i don't think i would ever lived there it's pretty quiet and uh it's one of those places that you might go to retire if yeah, you like the cold weather and and uh, the isolation. But uh, yeah, it's uh, an island for a reason. So
1: that's where the famed Tasmanian devil of cartoon fame comes from, right? Yeah, yeah, it was
3: a real factual thing
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs>
1: yeah, let's go snipe hunting while we're at it. Okay. yeah. <laughs> so,
3: <coughs> sorry, <coughs> about all that. Joke, choked yeah, up. Now. I'm all choked up. Choked up too. Uh,
1: what other questions do we have for our internet? Uh,
2: how about your initial question um, about can Australia sustain a park?
1: Yeah, yeah. We never. Did. Oh, yeah, we can always get to that. <laughs> right, are we talking about Disney now. Well, you do have an amusement park, right?
2: Yeah, we've got a Warner Brothers Movie World um, in Queensland. Uh, we have a Sea World. We have a uh, we call it Dream World, which is probably the equivalent to a is it Magic Mountain in the states?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Or or Six Flags, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar type setup to that, and we have a Wet and Wild similar to the one in Orlando. So they were all within five minutes of each other uh, on the Mm -hmm. Gold Coast, which is our main theme park area. We've got nothing else in Australia, believe it or not, and um, they've tried a few times. They, they've built theme parks in uh, Sydney and uh, some other areas, and they just haven't been sustainable. So, And it's just the population. We've only 20 million people. We, it's just not the dollars there to keep these things open.
1: Well, um, so what happens to... I mean, obviously, the theme park closes, but do they end up getting redeveloped? Uh, do they just sit there as an eyesore with you
4: know, old, coaster busting <laughs> nice
1: away. I mean, what, what happens to a theme park in Australia if they don't make it? Yeah, it's a bit like, is it Suncore in uh, Anaheim?
2: The, the guys buy, buy out land building condominiums. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah
2: it's, it's the same type of thing. The, uh, the ones that are closed up in Sydney have become um, housing estates. We're just running out of land real quick. we uh, within uh, uh regional areas of uh, near, near the capital city. So, um, big sites like that just get grabbed up really quick for some big dollars as well. So so unfortunately, um, yeah, I don't think we'll be seeing a Disney soon. But I think I may have written to you guys a few months ago um, where I work. Uh, we were contacted by somebody uh, about 15 years ago um, interested in buying a big block of uh, rural land about an hour and a half north of Sydney. And um, no one ever said it was Disney, but um, it was a theme park in the States. And there was a a bit of study done. There was a uh, a fast train system that's going to be put in, and they looked at um, upgrading the freeways to get people in and out of um, Sydney. They even looked at relocating the airport to um, support this theme park. So uh, a lot of people guessed it was Disney. Um, Unfortunately, nothing ever came of it, and I think it was due to the population figures. 15 years ago, we had... Under twelve million people in Australia, so um, I think
1: they looked at the numbers and it just didn't stack up. Yeah, well, do you now? Because I wondered if that could have been. Let's see, when did the Disney Cruise Lines and their island? I mean, I could see them tying into maybe their cruise line trying to pull people in that way. Do, I mean, do you have a lot of cruising going out of Australia?
3: Well, I was going to ask, do you get a lot of uh, tourism in general from? I know Greg's mentioned. I would like to. Uh, Visit Sydney and Melbourne someday soon, hopefully. But do you get a lot of tourism from uh, international tourism coming around in th- those areas?
2: Yeah, tourism is a really big part of our uh, economy. Actually, it's a big part of my job. um uh, if we uh, if we, if we didn't get the tourists, then we'd really struggle in Australia. And, and I suppose with our dollar um, being as low as it's been for so long, uh, people been flocking to us. Uh, America, England, uh, the Japanese especially uh, is our three biggest markets, and uh, they, they come and you know, we spend a long time here. Uh, the average stay is about two and a half weeks, and uh, they spend some big dollars.
0: That's a there. long time.
2: It is, and, and the thing is, it's a big country too. And um, to get around in Australia between the capital cities, you're looking at ten hour drives and twelve hour drives. So. Um, you come to Australia, you see the Great Barrier Reef, you see Kakadu National Park, you see the Opera House. You get down to Melbourne and uh, have a look at the culture and the nightlife we've got down there. It's really hard to do that in less than two weeks. So um, the tourism market's huge. The Japanese, on average, stay in four weeks. Wow.
3: Well, I was just, just taking a look. I mean, Melbourne and Sydney are not anywhere near each other, and then we're the big what would you say, the touristy area of the reef, that's way up there in northern Australia, isn't it?
2: Sure is. Yeah, so the Japanese come
3: into Sydney and
2: um, they usually head north and do the Gold Coast, which if you're on uh, Goodworth at the moment, if you see Brisbane, uh, it's about hours hours south of um, Brisbane, right on the coast, and you've got your beautiful surf beaches and your theme parks. And then they head north and do the um, Great Barrier Reef. Um, we've got some rainforests up here as well. Then they head up to Darwin and um, they do Kakadu. And um, you should then fly back and um, do Airs Rock on the way through to Melbourne. Um, Ayers Rock.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: so <laughs> you has got a of Rock. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we can't call it Ayers Rock now. The indigenous community reclaimed it. So uh, it's called Uluru, but uh, we still call it Air's Rock. But, um, yeah, so um, that's usually the live that they do. they do either the way I said it or they do it in reverse order, but uh it takes them about four weeks, and uh they spend about fifteen thousand dollars per visitor, so um, good market for us,
1: wow, no kidding, and now, where would you say that universal or i mean uh, uh Warner Brother place was yeah, so um young Vigleworth, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: So uh, you're
2: looking for the Gold Coast or Service Paradise? Okay.
0: Uh, Where's no? Where's that? Okay, so West Queensland. We start with start, Queensland. Okay, so we're up in this part of town.
1: I know. Yeah, I know where the Great Barrier is. That's that was.
0: Yeah, that's way north. But okay, so yeah. So said Queensland. Yeah. So where
2: Brisbane is. Yep, yep. So you're heading south from Brisbane, there it is. approximately 100 k's, and you'll see Surf Paradise, the city of the Gold Coast.
0: I gotta be, we gotta be zoomed in some more.
2: I see Gold Coast. Oh, Gold Coast, Coast. Yeah, there you are.
0: Yeah. Where's that in relation to Port Macquarie?
2: Uh, ah, yeah. heaps, or north. Grafton. Yeah, keep going north.
0: Evans had Bellina. Yep, keep going. Twins, twin, tweed heads.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're, on, you're on the board now, so you're about about 100 k's away. All
0: right, Paradise Point.
2: Getting close.
0: Wow. Still, still north of this business. I've found it. I'm Brisbane. I don't have Google Earth installed. I have to use just plain old Google Maps. Uh, I found
1: Surfers Paradise. Uh, That's it. So, so you stuff. see Southport Creek. Uh, That's going to be yeah, a, should, a little bit further north. Uh, okay, I've got this big like surf. So what was this? Broad water stacked on a dune. Uh, main beach seen from Labrador. It's this big uh, Moon Darvo.
0: Okay. All right, I yeah, found yeah. surfers' paradise finally.
1: right, So the Moon Dara, Greg
2: Yep. So the next major suburb is called Upper Cumera. c
1: I've got South Stradbroke Island.
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah. You're heading uh, west. And slightly.
0: Okay, Sanctuary Cove. Found Kamara Island. Kamara. Yeah,
2: oh. that's it. You see the big white estate? There's Dream World. Yeah, yeah I, I just saw just a
0: Dream up. World
1: just popped up. Wildlife, oh, so Dream World. You got Dream World, Dream World Tower of... T- dream- Tower of Terror. Is that the Tower of Terror? That says Tower of Terror. Yeah, sure does.
2: Yeah, it's uh, one of those big drops. no the ones um, similar that you guys got at the Half
1: Park. Yeah,
0: yeah. Half Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's the Half Park cruise. that's going away. So this is Dream World then we're looking at, huh? Yeah, I see the Jungle Cruise. Well, the,
1: Dream World is not is or is not the Warner Brothers place. No, no.
2: So um, Dream World would be Six Flakes. Six
0: so okay, so yeah. yeah, I see a. I see a roller coaster. Not very large. Another roller coaster. I see some sort of long rail thing. Looks like it shoots you up and comes back down. Yeah, we I see their jungle. We call it Superman
2: Ride. So,
1: so now, would the average person, let's say, from Melbourne, the average Melbourne local, will they bother to travel up here uh, to ride a few of these kind of attractions?
2: That'd be a long weekend holiday for us. We're pretty good travellers, so on a Friday night um, you pack the kids on a plane, two-hour flight from Melbourne, and you'd spend a long weekend doing the three or four theme parks.
1: So uh, you bounce around to the three or four four theme parks in this. Now, uh, I mean, any idea why they developed around here, all in one place rather than you know one in Sydney, one in spread it
0: out, yeah.
2: Yeah, Um, they're all owned by the same person, first off, but uh, Mm. the climate's fantastic. Uh, They're always, you'll see the land there, it's pretty barren, and uh, we don't get much rain at all. Uh, A bit like Florida, uh, they they get the heavy storms um, and they move on, but uh, but we probably get 10 or 15 wet days a year up there, so it's uh, a pretty good place for things.
0: It's kind of like San Diego then.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay, so the Universal Studio, or guys, he keeps Warner the Bros, Warner Brothers, that. is then where from here? So if you follow
2: the expressway down, you'll uh-huh. cross the water.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: Keep heading down.
1: I see something here? I see Studio Village. Wet and Wild Speed Coaster. Yeah, it's next door to the Wet and Wild. I see the water world. Oh, I think I found it here. Superman, Escape, Movie World, Surfers Paradise, January.
0: What is this? Wet and Wild, yeah. I see the Wet and Wild and right next to it. Okay, so will
1: will the Warner Brothers studio compare to Universal in Florida or California?
2: Uh, A smaller version. And uh, it's probably a bit more fun uh, being Warner Brothers. uh, The characters, uh, there's bit like Disney, there's plenty of characters floating around. And um, they're really good with the kids. And yeah, so it's a great place to take the kids for a good family day out. Um, they do have... It is a film lot. They do a lot of shows, but um, nothing real famous. I see the
0: studio. Yeah, I see the sound stages here. It? Looks like there's a lot... I said, I see the sound stages here. It looks like there's a lot more going on inside on this place than there's in the so other would place. you say this
1: produces a lot of local Australian uh, content?
2: They do. Mostly your um, your drama series, those type of things. The sound stages are mostly the show, and they show you how they make the movies and the sound effects. Um, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they did it in LA as well, don't they? They take you through, and um, they show you how the green screen works and
4: those type of things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can even see the little water tank they have back here for doing stuff inside. yeah was i
2: was,
1: yeah, <coughs> was kind of cracking up over a scooby-doo spooky coaster so hey my
2: little bloke's favorite ride it's um uh, the same as space mountain it's an indoor wild mouse ride um but um, in the dark and uh with scooby-doo and um you get five minutes of that scooby-doo theme just ringing around your head so <laughs> a bit cheap and nasty, but uh, for a five-year-old, loved it. So,
4: <laughs> what
1: I find interesting is, you know, we just Universal in Florida. They had. Um, so they have Hulk, and they've got Spider-Man. Here we're looking at Superman. You got Shrek, which is also at Universal. Because um, I saw a Shrek right here somewhere. That was a Shrek parade. Or Shrek parade. There's the Roadrunner. Uh, I like Warner Brother cartoons. To me, the Warner Brother cartoons are a very, very close uh, competition to Disney in its day, you know, the, the Wile Coyote. Coyotes. Or well, even,
0: even by today. You know, I think they're much more sarcastic.
1: Yeah, oh, <laughs> you, know, I, I, if you
3: look uh, at the Warner cartoons that Spielberg produced for Warner. Oh,
1: yeah, but I'm talking about classic, not, you know. yeah, I oh, know yeah, you're, Bugs Bunny, you're talking about uh, Animaniacs. Ana, the Animaniacs, and what was the other one? Pinky in the Brain. Yeah, Pinky and the Brain was pretty good. I just remember the one when all the birds, they were doing the west side. Story.
0: Good feathers. Good, good feathers, yeah. Doing good I, fellas, yeah. yeah. I did. I think I was, Funny how? I, I <laughs> what do you mean funny? <laughs> yeah. So this, this <laughs> is kind of
1: interesting, but everything's kind of close here in one spot. So.
0: Look how tiny the parking lot yeah, is. Yeah, I
1: noticed that. Well, I don't see really any resort hotels, nothing Love. that I could see here that would be similar to... Uh, our parks where they get the hotels associated with them.
2: Yeah, everybody stays on the beach. The beach is about 15 minutes away, and, um, yeah, they just drive in or get one of the courtesy buses in, one of the yeah. shuttle buses. But uh, it must have been first time. Uh, actually, it wasn't Disneyland. It was Walt Disney World. Seeing the size of the car parks uh, just blew us away. It, uh, I'd hate to be there during Christmas or some of those peak periods. It must be scary stuff.
1: And they're actually full, yeah. Now, this is the area that you know i was why he's asking if um the density of uh, sydney and melbourne this area is more suburbia looking what we're Lar- simil- familiar with track or not necessarily track homes but laid out like there's more land homes.
3: between the houses you actually have yards sitting there
0: poor spacing
1: and yeah, pools in the backyards you know this
0: I like this development that's on on the ocean. Everyone's got a little dock on their yeah, house.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, that's real big in Australia, and uh, yeah, most of our lifestyle is around water. And uh, most people own a boat, or um, they live on the water, or they spend a lot of time at the beach. And uh, you yeah, have a lot of our new estates going, or all, all the new canals seem to be coming with them. So yeah,
1: this is yeah, this is a very cool that's area. Cool. Yeah, all the canals and all the I mean, it looks kind of like Huntington Harbor or Newport. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's very- yeah, really similar. We actually said that and we'll uh out hunting and beach ourselves. Uh very similar. So
1: Nice. Now what about the wildlife in these areas? You've got so many rivers and see this is fresh are all these waters pretty gators. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey yeah, I'm talking about gators. I just got back from Darwin and uh have they got the biggest alligators in the world up there. It's just massive and uh we're up there just at the start of the wet season and and uh, the rains were flushing out all the uh, estuaries and, and the waterways, and uh, the rains were that heavy. there's a fair bit of local flooding, and um, there was cro- alligators and crocodiles and pools and backyards. So um, I don't know that happens in the states, but it scares the shit out of us old Auss- Aussies.
1: So. <laughs> well, you ask Earl about that. You know, I've heard some stories. We had some friends that lived in Melbourne, in Florida, and uh, you know, almost everybody around there, their pools were. Enclosed in either, you know, like a, you know, glass or uh, these nettings, so things, you know, the bugs that are the size of your shoe and all those kind of things don't get in the pool. Well, there and also the local wildlife, like the
3: alligators. And, well, there was a joke when we were visiting. When Greg and I were visiting Florida years ago. One of the bus drivers was saying, that, "And if you ever see any of the uh, alligators or anything around here." Rest assured, it is real. The only fake out are at the Jungle Cruise. Everything else you see is very real, and we got to talking to them. And they said they had, uh, what was it, a bobcat out in the parking lot one, uh, one week that just decided it... Is everybody still there?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bobcat out in the parking lot. There we are. Yeah, I think you just... Uh... Muted
3: yeah. the mic a bit. But a bobcat in the parking lot that just would not leave, and they couldn't open up the parking lot. Security would have to go out there the t- with the uh, carts and chase this cat off the parking lot for about a week straight.
4: Yeah.
0: Shoo, kitty. <laughs> 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 so, but,
3: yeah, question about
2: like um, it's not like here in the States. We don't have cany-rooes jumping down the main street, but uh, um, we... Uh, we, we
1: It's like we're not far far larger, the moose is walking through. Right. I know. proves <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Don't <laughs> come on but
2: um, we 're not far away, but uh you drive half an hour to anywhere um, you got your wildlife and and your parklands and we 're pretty lucky like, we tend to stick at everybody else's Aussies, and cleaning ourselves and uh, but it 's a pretty lucky country we 're close to the water and and uh, the wildlife, and um, so we 've still got plenty of space left so um Oh, I'm a bit privileged I get a chance to travel a fair bit, and you, you see what's happened overseas, a lot of these places where they've wiped, wiped out the wildlife and everything's so built up. Um, it hasn't happened in Australia yet, so hopefully, yeah, I'll be there before it happens over here.
1: So you're not saying not, <laughs> not everybody owns a kangaroo and a, uh, what's the dog? A the dingo? dingo? You don't know? <laughs> <I> dingo. <don't know. laughs>
0: Dingo, stop my baby.
2: Hey, we're the only country in the world that eats our National Emblem. Um, <laughs> we ate, we, 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 you go to any five-star restaurant in Sydney, you'll have kangaroo, and uh, we actually eat kangaroo sausages because they're really low in fat. And,
1: uh, it takes
2: it's like uh, a <laughs> it taste like shit, but uh, the wife should be on diet. But, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wait, a second, wait a second. Don't, don't the uh, down in New Zealand? Don't they have uh, kiwi farms? Don't they have uh, kiwi burgers and that type of stuff? No, I haven't
2: seen them, but wouldn't we'll surprise me. It's strange, bunch over there. But it uh, yeah, the, the kiwi is a fruit. the Kiwi fruit over there. So I um, have uh, kiwi farms. I'm I, I, I
3: looking at it, Richard. Like what the hell are I you talking about? I thought kiwi was a bird, like an emu. <laughs> well, not an emu, but I thought kiwi was a bird. Yeah, they're, they're pretty scarce, but, and, um yeah, I haven't seen any farms, but... You know what I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of emus, is what I'm thinking yeah. of.
2: Yeah, well, we have emus in, in Australia and New Zealand, so, yeah, they're out. Some, some of the ostriches are just a bit more violent.
3: Because we have the uh, ostrich and emu farms right over here uh, by my cousin's house, so... Uh,
0: good stuff. Ostrich and emu farms.
3: Yeah. Right across the street from my cousin's house, they raise them.
0: Nice.
1: Well, the Melford's got a good-sized cricket grounds. They look like pretty big. Look at that.
3: Yes, that seats 100,000, that one. Um, that was wow. Like built- 100,000. Yeah, but These guys yeah. throw some sticks and whack bats wingers around watch there. Watch bowlers and, bowlers and batsmen. Wakers. Oh,
2: batsmen. Yeah. Batsmen, yeah. some
0: batsmen. That's,
3: That's
2: right. right, and they play the football down there, too, so... Uh,
1: and then you guys also play soccer. Is soccer pretty big down there?
2: Yeah, unfortunately it is.
1: Um,
2: yeah, yeah we, uh, I'll be call it football, but um, yeah, there's a big push over here for soccer at the moment. We've got our National League and uh, a lot of the uh, high-profile players in um, Europe, uh, when they've had enough, they end up semi-retiring over here. And Yeah, so that's getting a lot more popular. And, oh, so you, you get the
1: has-been, leftover players from Europe. Yeah, that's it. Hey, yeah,
3: hang on. Didn't you get the spa skills husband? Yeah, yeah, I think we yeah. did. Beckman, yeah. He's over here. and Yeah, I, I think he's played one game since he's been here. He's yeah, been, he's played more now. He's been,
0: yeah, Beckman. He keeps
3: getting uh, injured on
0: things. He's a bust. Okay. Nice.
1: There goes the hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> and that... Greg yeah. at
0: my soccer.
3: Yeah. <laughs> not,
1: not my favorite oh, my game. Gosh.
2: No, Not my favorite game either. So.
1: I would <laughs> rather watch cricket if I had to than soccer. <laughs> I turned on some some show one night, you know, this old English movie where the English were playing the uh the Indians and it was like almost like this cricket game was going to decide the future of India. I mean, it was this kind of drama going on, and I don't understand what the hell's going on in this cricket game in the well, first place. Well, that's the place. one
3: thing is I gotta say I understand soccer. I can I can watch a soccer game and understand what's going on. Well, that's, cricket, it's, I'm that's because it's a communist
1: out. sport. It, it's got to be simple for the peoples to understand. You got to goal it both in, and the ball's got to go in at one end or the other. It's pretty dark.
0: Oh, really? Soccer's that easy? The the arbitrary timekeeping. <laughs> you know, the ref decides, well, we'll stop the clock this time, but we won't stop the clock that's next time. The yellow card, red card business, that's, that's all pretty clear to you because okay. it's not you know, clear to me. The only thing
3: me. that gets to me on soccer is the game is lasting, what is it, 90 minutes long, and you might get one goal from somebody.
1: I don't uh, know. You know, I've never seen American football have a riot sort of like this. You know, soccer does. And they, you know, hang on, Greg,
2: that's the best part of soccer is the crowd violence.
1: Soccer,
0: soccer hooligans. Yeah, I'd rather
1: go watch hockey and watch professionals hit each other. That's right. (laughs) Keep it on the
3: ice. (laughs) And at least the great thing is the ice is white, so when the blood spills, you can really see it.
1: (laughs) Look how big that freaking cricket field is, and there's like five guys playing. It just doesn't make any sense to me.
3: That's a huge stadium for. uh, It's like a
1: handful of guys, and you're getting
3: everybody's getting lost. Yeah, well,
1: well, we're sitting in the pub knocking a few back. You're going to try to have to explain this game to I
0: Yeah, b- preferably before beer two or three, because you know, after that. I I it. So, yeah,
1: we need right. a pile of, or we need a couple blocks of onion rings and uh a few beers, and we'll figure this thing out. Hey, y'all, check
2: out this tiny aromas. That seems real good. Heaps of fat, heaps of beer.
0: Yep. Uh, it's not, they're not. What do you mean? Yep, yeah, they're not known for oh, their what? beer all In that beer much. on
1: tap. What more do you need? If you, if, I mean, do you have have to have something that special? Okay. Do you need? I mean, a
0: beer. No, 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 top, no, 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 like, no, I'm uh, just saying. Jeff you know,
1: and, and Earl. Uh, oh, the uh, the fat tall boys. Uh, maybe, maybe,
0: maybe not on that level. But you know, I don't just don't like you know Budweiser piss either.
3: Hey, I got to tell you, you know, we have Japanese tourists, and Budweiser is America, so. Yeah, they Budweiser, have- it's like Foster's
2: in Australia. Uh, we won't, it, it's just cat's piss. Um, we won't even smell
1: them. <laughs> according, <laughs> yeah, according to the <laughs> tourist <laughs> industry, Foster's is Australia.
2: That's right. That's incredible. Hey, the Food and Wine Festival, it's their signature beverage
3: for <laughs> Australia. <laughs> so what, what are you saying when the only people that are drinking the fosters are the tourists and that's how you can tell the tourist departments they're the ones drinking the fosters <laughs> it's very much that
1: so. it's like coors i used to ask uh art at, at at disney why do you drink coors it's like water you know he says because when he was in vietnam coors sent them just shitloads loads of beer and they always had beer And coors were the guys that did it so he didn't care how it tasted. He just remembered the support they got in Vietnam from all the uh, – A guy we worked Who's with this? in uh, security. Uh, and Coors, okay. you know, I why bother as far as I'm concerned? I don't, I'm not a big beer fan, but Coors is like piss water. I mean, it's, it's barely got a taste to it. So. It's watered down,
0: yeah. Hey, hey, John, is there still four sizes of beer big, in Australia bigger, bigger, yes. when you go into a, a pub? <laughs> A schooner, a midi, yeah, well, a pint? You, when you
2: get beaten up in Australia, you go in a state and ask for the wrong size of beer. Uh, in Queensland, we have pots which is a small glass of beer. And uh, we, have, we have schooners, yeah. which is the normal man. Yeah.
0: Schooner, I remember um, that.
2: You get stubbies, which is a um, large bottle of beer. Sorry. And, yeah, and you get uh, twist tops, which is your small bottle. And uh, we have a Darwin Stubby, which is a two liter bottle of beer. So,
4: gee.
0: Darwin Stubby. Going up to the bar and give me a Stubby
1: just doesn't sound right.
0: (laughs) No, no. I I remember Schooner. I remember Schooner. And I don't remember Stubby. I remember MIDI. Yeah, yeah, MIDI. Yeah. So it was the word got out fast. Just order a schooner because that's the biggest you're gonna yeah. get. In the draft yeah, well, we do
2: get points, but they call you a pulter, sir. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well back to Disney for
1: a second. Um, <laughs> just I, a little bit. I yeah, liked your idea of turning the center of the lake at Epcot into Australia. The little artwork you sent us, John? What yeah no, no, i' remember
2: oh, i'm I'm just reveling in the glory of my uh, photoshop work <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> and every night it explodes during illumination yeah. <laughs> uh, so
2: yeah so the only the only critical comment I got was from you thanks <laughs>
1: <laughs> one small oversight you know whoops i <laughs> uh, i you know i <clears throat> of all the plans I've seen over the years of the different areas that we're going to come to to epcot i don't think australia was ever mentioned and I'm, i it seems like it would be a but, good
3: fit but what are saying australia it, is the center would that mean that australia is the center of the world well to the australians it would be well i know because we we had our sure. uh, our previous president matt we when he was visiting australia got this nice map of australia where The South Pole was at the top of the map. Australia was in the middle, and everything else spread out from Australia there. Okay. (laughs) Hey,
2: and I've got to correct you, Greg, that um, I think you're wrong about Epcot. Um, Hey, Jim Hill, and Jim would never be wrong or lie, um, he has claimed that um, (laughs) Australia is coming to the animal kingdom, and um, there's a third-party... uh, conglomerate that 's uh, working with Disney about um, some plans for a pavilion so um, i haven 't any really site. Uh, i was I was a little bit surprised although i don 't believe anything on there but uh it 'd be interesting to see if that 's true or not
1: no that I think it would be cool i 'm just thinking back to the uh, you know when when Epcot first opened, they had all these plans you 're going to get an equatorial africa you 're going to get israel you 're going to get uh, was it russia They're, they they had some you know pre artwork done.
3: It was supposedly, what done was on deals. its way? Yeah, what was on its um, way? Uh, Switzerland, because they were going to build that big Matterhorn mountain. That was, one, I that one, I only heard is rumor, so I never saw. No, any I saw, the, art, on I saw it, the artwork so. when I heard that. Uh,
1: but regardless, I think that would be cool. Um, you know, I'm not quite sure. You know, since the Animal Kingdom seems to be more kind of like Africa at large, I guess. You know, it wouldn't be that much of a stretch to tack on Australia to it, but I think a pavilion would be would be
3: great. Well, I think that I think you, you got a lot of room there that you can put a part part of an Australian outback, and there's plenty of unique animals to Australia. Yeah, we. Out,
1: so what we need is another outback steakhouse. So. <laughs> And, room, the and, like the, and then we'll have a undersea <laughs> ride. We'll get to see the crocodile hunters, you know, final moments. Of the <laughs> final Carcadil moments. Uh, and then we get to see how his kid now is being pimped uh, on his death. Yeah, that, that'll that be a real good show. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll have a circle vision and we'll have uh, Paul Hogan Paul host it. Hosted. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, because it's got to be a B-level, so, you know, B-lister sort of yeah, According
1: to yes, yeah, so that's what it's got to be. Well, you know, you got to trust Jim Hill because Jim Hill is Jim Hill.
4: And yeah, I'll
1: just yeah, send okay. that link.
2: Yeah, have a look at it. It's interesting because they're saying that they want to turn um, Animal Kingdom away from the three-quarter-per-day park, and they reckon the um, Australia add-on um, at the back of Asia may be, yeah, it's just a thing they need. So, who knows?
1: No, I, that doubt. Why not? You know, there's a unique.
3: It's unique uh, enough, and you got enough room. I, I I wouldn't put it, you know, I wouldn't say that would be a bad, I would think that would actually be a good idea. You
1: know, I could just see, you know, you're on the uh, the tram, or the, the tram, the safari, and, you know, we're in Africa, but, hey, we've hopped over into Australia. You, to,
0: you yeah, drove to Australia,
1: there's the kangaroos, and, uh <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll put a waiting pool, and we'll call it. That's the Indian Ocean, you know, between the two continents. There, you're fine. So you know, you go
1: to Mexico, you get to see the uh, the famous donkey show. If, if we go to Australia, is it the famous kangaroo show? <laughs> famous
2: donkey show. Well, they said the donkey show in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> uh, the ping pong show in um in um, Thailand? <laughs>
3: Probably. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe
3: I need to see some of those ferocious <laughs> ferocious uh koalas. Those attack killer koalas there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A right. hey, koalas are vicious and um, I
2: always recommend to our visitors when they come out from Japan, don't touch the koalas. We've had more injuries from koalas korala, and than anything else.
3: So. Yeah, I, I. they were joking about that at the San Diego Zoo because people just think that they're this nice little, oh, furry yeah, animal. They're not the cute, cuddly little things they look like. Yeah. You know, it's,
1: well, John, we are really looking forward to you. I think you will not, you know, take Westfest up a notch. Uh, it'll be inter- interesting to see oh, yeah. um, just how that goes. And I'm really looking forward to uh, hanging around with you. Uh, I think we'll have some good times, definitely.
2: I'm yeah. looking for it too because um, yeah, I'm you know, clearing. So I'm, much,
1: sorry.
0: Doing my yeah, best. Yeah, to, yeah Mike. No, I was going to say, I just I'm doing my best to clear so the how, calendar. How long
1: are you so. going to be here? I mean, are we going to have time to possibly you know, uh, do other visitations besides West Westfest? Uh, I
2: think so. So uh, it'll
1: be a week. Is there for a week? And,
2: I...
0: uh... <laughs> and you're solo? Yeah, you're solo,
2: right? It should be fantastic. So you st- so
0: uh hey, hey, hey greg why why don't you it's, why not you stop smoking i haven't smoking, got over greg? a
1: cough since i got back from florida oh sort of like you have an immune yeah, deficiency definitely. or something <laughs> <laughs> is that what you call it now yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are, you know, are, are you staying in that dump desert end with the rest of the DPN people yeah
2: look i, I got sucked in the beauty um on the forums, everyone was raving about it. So I booked in an accommodation before I checked out the site. And uh it's
1: like that. <laughs> it's and, uh, got... a room with a door and a toilet. It's, it's. I guess it'll suffice. And there's safety in
2: numbers.
0: Yeah, I there's mean... safety in numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Really, the, the no, section the neighborhood's, neighborhood's not bad. not bad. It's just right next door just, to
1: um... No, it's not. Where the hell are you even? He's worked, lived there or worked there 25 years. He doesn't even know where the hotels are. Um, it's right next to Denny's and, uh, two doors down from,
0: uh, Tony Roma's.
1: On of- yeah.
0: okay. either way. I think you're going to have a good time, John, because everyone else from out of town will be in that nah, same location. And it's going to be one of those things where everyone just kind of hangs out on the balcony yeah, with the door to, open and down, kind of street, right street parties. parties you know, and,
1: yeah. Everybody else.
0: So.
1: <laughs> uh, I would just say, I, one of my daughters just turned 16, and what she wanted to do for her 16th birthday was take three of her friends to Disneyland. So Richard was helpful for the ones who did not have annual passes. And then we were going to get a hotel room in California, Grand California, which was sold out three or four months in advance. So, And so was Paradise Pier Hotel, and the Disneyland Hotel. So we um, got a two-bedroom suite at the old uh, Calis... Uh, Calistoga, which is now the uh, Holiday yeah. Inn on Walnut behind the parking structure, Conestoga, Conestoga, which to me was walking distance uh, to the park, or you could have walked to the trams. And I got to say, for 199 bucks, you had two rooms and a living room, which had a pullout. I mean, that needed a DP and some and people to share some costs for 199 prepaid. You could have had one, two, three four, five, six, and, you know, if... And most um,
3: importantly, there's a subway right next yeah, door. and if
1: you were on that soccer team, you could have got a few more in the other room or that, that <laughs> rugby team. I mean, it was a pretty good-sized room that could have... Uh, I'm not sure what the desert end prices
0: are. Uh, it was cheap.
2: You know, and, and then that was a toss-up where um, you gave a bit of luxury, but I'm not planning to spend much time in the rooms and uh, spend three times as much, like, uh, you know, $69 a night. Oh, yeah. So you can't beat that, and uh, especially when you're looking at $2.50 for um, a decent room inside the park.
3: Well, that's what Greg was saying on this last... when he went over to uh, Florida for uh, the podcast over there is. He's going by... It's one thing when you're with family and, okay, you're going to spend a little bit nicer and everything. When you're on your own and you're just looking for a place where you can, you know, sleep it off, the party's off on some place. It's not as...
1: A decent shower. Shower, shit, yeah. shower and shave.
3: That's all yeah, you that's need
2: to a, do. Yeah. yeah, no, I totally agree. It's different if you're sitting at a beach or you're yeah, going somewhere where you're not at the theme park every day. But we, we go to Walt Disney World to go to Walt Disney World. We go to Disneyland to go to the parks. So, uh, hey, look, it was just somewhere to sleep and grab a breakfast, breakfast. Uh, 69 bucks a night. It's fine.
1: Yeah, that's not, it's not bad at all. It's literally yeah, yeah. right across yep. from... Yeah,
3: <clears throat> you got the crosswalk on there.
1: <laughs> from the parks and uh, I, I did see one of the rooms I went back with some of the guys last time and it's not bad you know like I say it's it's motel six basically maybe a tad bit nicer but you know it's four walls a shitter and a door and that's about all you need because like I say you, you'll you be opening the clothes <laughs> in the park with us you you know and, the, and all the rest uh, of it so there you won't have much need but to stumble drunk into the room and pass out for the night so fantastic
2: sounds like an old football trip
0: there you go (laughs) yeah that's right that's right good
2: stuff
4: all
1: right boys yeah it's getting late here for us well it's not late for me but for the two old men that are here accompanying me they're already yawning and looking at their clocks
3: well you all you know i still have to go home to be able to get take care of the walk out of the studio and you're you know you're there Wine, wine, moans.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: it's getting late. It's quarter
0: past six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, dinner, dinner's uh, on the table or something he's
1: for him. He's get, yeah.
0: and it's, don't forget it's posters. <laughs> yeah. and, and the best thing is it's
1: tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, how did those call <laughs> yeah, numbers right. come out? Uh, can you help me out? It's tomorrow. Fantastic.
0: <laughs> have those. Like, I'll talk the yeah. old
4: So. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, that's great fellas I really enjoyed it uh, West Fest would be great because um, yeah seeing the parts through other people's eyes would be fantastic so
4: yeah, well, to thanks,
1: it. thanks for coming on I don't know that we really managed to get to much Disney here but at least you know if anything we, we, oh, we uh, got familiar, familiarized uh, all the Americans with the Australian uh, culture and since a huge- sarcasm yeah <laughs> which I'm enjoying very much it's, it's, it's a it's, that's important. It's yeah. refreshing some of your emails with all the political correct, correct bullshit we get around here. Uh your emails always make me laugh, so uh, keep them coming. Um, cut, cut yeah, to the BS, sometimes we right. have to, admit we, you know, we got to read them first before we uh start reading them on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're well worth the uh the the I was gonna say the paper they're written on, but they're emails now, so well worth a few minutes of tapping on the keyboard. Uh, so keep those for a government hack. You're doing all right. You know that's that's good. Yeah, good stuff. Pretty sure.
0: But yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, thanks. Want to thank you for coming on, but I also want to thank you for you know being part of our little community that uh, you know you bring a nice sense of fun to the DPN and if yeah, you add new to it, avatar, we appreciate it. By the
1: way, is, is priceless. <laughs> I the first warning,
3: but <laughs> yep, <laughs> you did.
1: Oh, I, I thought I saw it one day, then it was off, was, and it was back on again. So
3: yeah, just, uh, who sent you a
1: warning? Negotiation
2: with one uh, of the uh, moderators. So
1: I i think I know probably okay. that one is. But we'll
2: leave him. I'll be
0: named. All right, we'll <laughs> take it offline. Okay, be the home monitor. So.
2: He was cool about That's it too, and right. um, we made some minor adjustments just to make it a bit more user friendly.
4: So. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen uh, that before,
1: he's... and uh, it's almost as good as the old headshot poster with all the characters in Snow White. But oh, uh,
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll leave that for another day.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that might be that other email you sent us about the wild side. Oh yes,
2: yeah. You have to do that show would be fantastic. So
1: yeah, well, we kind of get some of the inside sources that told me some of those stories. Um, uh, especially the one about the the Norwegian, you know, girls in Florida. That that yeah. that might be pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. It's a legendary story by the sounds of it. So uh, anybody running a, a call center from a um, college program dorm yeah but it sounds like a bit of fun, so
1: yeah, definitely I'm
0: just yeah. sorry, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we're going to try to wrap this up, so is there any
1: last uh, tidbits from you, John, or uh, are you good? No, just
2: um just thanks to uh, you guys for um, pumping out the podcast and uh, could you hear Richard back on the on the radio again and uh, yeah, it gives you all any time it's uh, yeah, it's been a good laugh and I'd like to do it again. Hopefully while I'm over there we can do something in the parks.
0: Definitely. Oh yeah, okay. um, yeah you should definitely. be on for that. I think I can
3: can get up to the park. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I I can I can pretty much safely say that I'm there every day. So good <laughs> stuff. Like it or not, you're
1: stuck there. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> well, that's good. Right. Well, we'll definitely see you. You know, definitely send us an email to remind us when you're coming in. If you're coming in a day before, or, or you know, whatever it is. definitely the idea you're cooking up sounds good and I'm in for it Uh, so just let us know fantastic, it'd
2: be great if uh, a few of the House fans can get together and share a few beers and uh, get to know each other a bit better, you spend so much time online, it'd be a great chance to put some faces to some of the names and uh, have a good time
1: yeah, that that is always uh, a good thing, I mean, there's some guys like Chris from the Big D who I spent a fair amount of time just chit-chatting uh, on skype and then we met in florida last year for Mousefest and now it's like we've known each other for for years and the yeah, he's a good bloke
2: he's came to meet up too and uh, i'm looking forward to meeting chris he sounds like a top bloke.
1: oh yeah he's he's a very good guy he's a good guy huh? putting the um the personal contact it may not sound right but actually getting to meet the guy shake your hand and hang it's it adds a new dimension of who that person is out there and in cyberspace so it it adds a whole new dimension to the to the game and uh, I'm glad I, I've met a lot a lot of good people through this D P N and podcasting thing so I'm really looking forward uh, to having you and everybody else that comes in for MouseFest for Mouse Fest out here or Westfest I should say.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah. So yeah, what, yeah, uh, like other than the committee hasn't told us what we're doing for West
1: Fest yet, but that's a whole nother topic. So. Yeah, tell yeah it's a, a big secret. Okay. Well I'll say goodnight. <laughs> All right. All right. Good, I guess we sh- should say good day because he's still in roughly daytime. Oh,
4: yeah,
0: he's ah, four in the afternoon. Yeah, six. All right. Well. Good day, <laughs> good day then. See ya. Yeah. See <laughs> ya.